0: Hello, and welcome to another Video Games to the Max. I am your host, Sean Garmer, and this is the 155th episode. If you count everything here, and you can hear Mark crumbling paper, or what. (laughs) (laughs) So, what's been going on?
1: Nothing. Just playing games. Like usual.
0: Yeah, the usual... Uh, thing we do here, and what uh, I know you've been playing more prey, but you yeah. said that you this phenomenon that's been taking over the multiplayer uh, gaming verse. Somebody gifted you the player unknown battlegrounds.
1: Yeah, uh, a friend of mine named Jared Ray. Uh, he's a pretty decent guy. Uh, he he like grabbed it for me. Uh, I so like for
0: me, who I I don't know what this game is. What
1: it's do uh, you know the Japanese film Battle Royale? Yes. Or like Hunger Games? It's that. Yes, okay. Like, like you literally start off There's like a quick lobby where it's like, a, like almost like a picnic ground and everyone's just gathered together. And then when the like it counts down, you're all on a plane and you're flying over an island uh, and you parachute out and it's up to 100 players on this island and you're basically just trying to kill each other.
0: Huh.
1: And there are different radius circles on the map that you can, like, the gameplay, like, the circle constricts. And if you're caught outside the circle, you just start taking damage constantly. So it's like you're trying to, like, move to, like, a new area. Or, you know, if it starts constricting, trying to find safe ground. And, nice. yeah, like, the whole point is just to be, become, like, this top survivor. Or, yeah. <laughs> I'm... I'm terrible at it. <laughs> I'm really bad. <laughs> I think I've played like six matches, and my top score was like the first match I did was like thirtieth because I just hung out in the bathroom until the circle got me.
0: <laughs> so how many play per match, or?
1: Well, I mean it because it's so popular. Like the minute you die, it's only one. You, it's only one one life. Also, oh okay. So you just boot it back to the lobby, or I mean to like the game menu. But I mean you hit. You hit quick join, and you pretty much join another game instantly.
0: Oh, okay. So you're not just sitting around in the lobby. That's good.
1: No. I mean, eventually when the game, like, you know, goes down in popularity, you might have to sit around, but, I mean, because it's so, like, you know, popular right now, you can get into a match almost instantly.
0: That's pretty cool. Um, so, it, I mean...
1: It, it, it feels good. Like, that's the thing. Is it's based on, like, I think the Arma engine, I want to say. But it's not janky like those games are. Like it actually doesn't feel that. Like it feels decent.
0: <laughs> That's always a plus.
1: But I mean, it's still an early access, so some stuff doesn't quite work. Like, I guess like doors, like aren't great. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think it doesn't it leave early access like in a couple weeks.
1: I don't. I don't know. I'm, maybe.
0: <laughs> I keep. Uh, I think I'm confusing it with maybe another. It, yeah, I think it is. It, hold on. I keep seeing... I think it's on the 20th it might leave early access okay. I'm not sure. But, but, uh... I'm sure it's not going to play much differently, but...
1: No, I doubt you know. it. I mean, if if it does leave that early, props to them, because, I mean, fucking Rust is still on, like, the alpha stage, and that's been on for almost, I think, four years at this point.
0: Like, Jeez.
1: Or, like... Uh, that Ark Survival Evolved game, like, that's huh. never gonna leave early access.
0: Don't they just keep adding on to that game, even though it's in early access?
1: So. Yeah. Same, same thing with Rust. Like, you can buy, like, premium shit for Rust. And it's, like, disgusting, because it's like, this game's in alpha still. Like, get on with it, people. Come on. Yeah.
0: It's like Star Citizen at this point.
1: Yeah, the peak, the total, like, I'm, I just looked right now, the Number of people playing Battlegrounds is eighty-two thousand players right now, and the all-time peak was one hundred and seventy-four thousand, which isn't bad.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go.
1: And it's you know it's a it's a fun game. So, like, if I had more if I had people to play with, it, it might be a lot better.
0: <laughs> yeah, people to uh, save you from having to hide in the bathroom there. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, pray. How are you uh, feeling, uh, oh, man? All these bugs keep showing up now.
1: Yeah, I told you earlier. Prey is a like a great game, like on the cusp of being like an amazing game, but just too many things hold it back. Like there are bugs to be sure. Like the PC version of the game started of fucked for like the first week it came out. and I think it's just got it kind of working. Um, and I've run into issues where like quests don't update. Uh, I have a quest right now that's broken. Because like, I'm supposed to talk to this person, but the person like looks is is like hostile towards me. Like she like she's not. She's just sitting in like a on like the floor. But for some reason, the reticle turns red when I like go like wave my gun by her, and I can't actually talk to her. Um.
0: So how are you supposed to complete the mission? Just wait till they fix that, or?
1: Uh, well, I plan to complete the mission by reviewing the game soon, and then not playing it anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's always a great way to do it.
1: <laughs> uh, or like I had the I had the UI glitch out of me once, and yeah, it's just it's a buggy game to be sure. But even if like the, even if that stuff like worked fine, it still has too many things holding it back to like make it a truly superb game. Like my score is probably going to be around the eight range, like eight point zero or something like that. Um, like the combat is just not fun. I don't think. Um, like or it just gets too old. Like it, you know. Like it just gets monotonous after a while. You can kind of get around enemies a little, but that's not fun. <laughs> um, what else? Like uh, the one of the the core problem for me really is. The space station is very large, and you'll have quests to do on, like, one side, like, one side of the, like, area to, like, another, and to get between those areas, there's two or three different load screens, and it's like, oh god, like, I don't even want to do this anymore then, like, I'm not going to do the quest.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that seems really, really annoying, you gotta go through that, uh... But, I mean, it's good that it's a, a great game. It just always sucks when technical issues are marring it from being recognized for like more I'll, than that
1: Like, I would say, like, Bioshock. The first Bioshock was, like, a groundbreaking game when it came out. This right. is, like, a step below that. Like, it's trying to be. And it does have a lot of very cool ideas in it. But it's just miss, missing, like... The core, like functional gameplay that Bioshock had.
0: Yeah, and I mean, noticed.
1: and like some of the weapons are just weird. Like I, when I keep when I, the further I play into that game, the more I kind of wish, wish there was just an assault rifle in the game, or like a sniper rifle, and there's not, and it's weird.
0: <laughs> well, and the point to get you to use some of these other weapons so that.
1: Yeah, but there's only three. There's only four ranged weapons: this pistol, uh, the shotgun, this like laser beam, and uh, like uh, what a what is it? The like a foam, like a Nerf foam launcher thing, which like, is just a joke <laughs> weapon.
0: Why well, even have that in there? Just to
1: it, I, it actually is useful in some like instances where you have to like. Press a switch like in a locked room. If you can like aim the arrow through it or like through a window, you can hit it. But like that's about it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
0: just, seems like you would get annoyed just shooting that thing. Like, okay, this doesn't do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's still good. I'm happy to have played it, and I mean, I'm. It's the first Arcane game I've liked. I didn't like Dishonored one much, and no one played Dishonored 2. It seems like.
0: <laughs> yeah, Dishonored 2 just came out at a bad time of the year.
1: Yeah, but and I'll be interested if they make a sequel or like where they go.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's let's see if uh, it sells well enough here that they deem it worthy of getting the sequel treatment. But Bethesda does like to, you know, make you wait on when the next one of their. Games, but I mean, it looks like it's probably going to do well enough to, I guess, add it to that franchise pantheon or whatever.
1: Where's that? Where's the Rage sequel? That's the big question.
0: Didn't they say that that sold well enough for them to make a sequel if they wanted to?
1: I mean, that's what they say, but that'll never happen.
0: <laughs> that game just had lots of problems.
1: <laughs> Where, where's the Wet sequel?
0: That is not coming. <laughs> I don't think as much as you want it to happen. I don't think it's happening. Yeah. Is there anything uh, else on your end?
1: Uh, I finished everything, or like what? Whatever you call finished.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I finished everything. Oh wait, yeah, the game. Everything. Uh I'm still wondering how I'm gonna do that when we. Do the review. I can't say everything review because nobody's going to be. I guess I have to call it everything game review or something. But,
1: uh. I just call it everything and so say screw it. Like.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like down at page 50 of the ranking somewhere. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I mean. It's that, cool. That,
1: Relaxing game.
0: Uh, did you. Uh, anything on uh, Siberia 3?
1: Not yet. I am I was working to work through Prey, and then I'll double back and do Siberia 3 and then Planescape. <laughs> I mean, Planescape, you, uh... Planescape's easy to go through, because, I mean, I don't need to play it all the way through, first of all, and second of all, I, like, know that game by the back of my hand, so...
0: <laughs> that makes it really easy. Yeah.
1: I, all I have to do for that one is just do, like, a quick technical breakdown, like, Yo, it runs on Windows ten. Ten out of ten.
0: <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, I have. Uh, I went and bought NBA Playgrounds just because it was twenty bucks, and I was uh, hoping for you know some NBA Jam meets NBA Street, and I kind of got screwed. NBA Street <laughs> with. We're trying game. to be NBA 2K. No, it's not a bad game. Um, it's just it's it tries to get too technical for its own good. And so like I, I think it depends on what you're trying to do with it, right? Like I think if you're trying to master – you're trying to figure out how in the world you're supposed to nail – the perfect shot every time, you might as well keep going because you're never going to, uh, because it seems to be a fallacy that just, it's luck when it happens. Uh, I've played, I don't know how many games and I can't figure out how long I'm supposed to hold the ball to get the extra point that you get if you get a perfect shot. And then how the hell are you supposed to judge how you get a perfect shot on a dunk? You tell me what I'm supposed to jump at the right angle or something? That that doesn't make any sense. So, aside from that point, it's a it's a basketball game. It works as a basketball game. Uh, the thing is that I understand it's an indie developer, and you got to make some caveats sometimes, but. I don't know how it is on the other systems, but on the Switch, it didn't launch with online play. And you don't really know when it's going to have the online play. You just know it's coming. Uh, they did add extra players into the card packs that you unlock. That's how you get extra players. Um, which, that's really weird, too. Like, I don't know how many times I've gotten a repeat of Chris Paul... Uh, At least it does uh, up their experience every time you get a repeat of the player, but it's kind of, it's just really random. Like, I can get George, Iceman, Gervin, and then I'll get a bunch of just role players on random teams, and, well, let's just see how that goes. Uh, Just... Yeah, I feel like the balance issues. They got some balance issues there because, like, uh, you can't. I can never shoot on the run. Period. But the the AI, they can be falling backwards and they'll make shots. So uh, it doesn't make any sense there. Um, but I, I feel like, like for the most part, the games are short. They're like three minutes long. It's one quarter. Uh, so it's really easy to just pick up and play. It's it's fun with with somebody else. Uh, I got somebody to play with me just to be able to get that experience. Um, you can use one Joy-Con, so that's uh, something too. Because some of these games you can't uh, at all. Uh, but eh, it's it's also got problems, so it, it's going to be interesting to review.
1: Yeah, the stuff I read about it was basically like the shot. The perfect shot thing is broken. You can never make... Like, people can never Mm -hmm. make them, but the CP always does. Uh, It's always vibrating.
0: Yeah, it vibrates because of the stamina thing. Like, everything you do takes stamina.
1: Yeah, and the stamina system is, like, broken.
0: Yeah, it's just really weird. Like, okay, you can't push because that's going to take up all your stamina. If you do a dunk, it's going to take up your stamina uh you're actually better off not dunking it, this is almost like it's the same thing as uh, NBA street you're almost better not dunking because it's less likely to go in you're more likely for it to not get blocked if you just try to do a layup uh but then you'll also just miss random layups that like NBA players should not be missing at all um I did figure out the trick to the three-pointer. You just have to have your feet set most of the time. As long as you're shooting with a guy that actually is good at three-pointers, they go in. So, uh, you know, kind of broke the system a little bit there. And then there's challenge. The good thing about it is that there's challenges. The stupid thing is there's challenges. But guess what you get for doing these challenges that sometimes are really annoying? You get a new ball. And guess what? I'm never going to play with that new ball unless I play exhibition mode. So what the hell? It's so great about winning these challenges. Uh so <laughs> it's funny. It's uh just the the I don't know what they were thinking there. I get the the intention is to give you something else to do, but it's just uh some some of the decisions I guess were not uh the greatest. Uh, Mario Kart, still playing that. Probably should have that reviewed pretty quickly. Um And then still trying to just make my way through Skylanders so I can do that review that I was supposed to do a long time ago. Um, To be fair, the whole deal was I was supposed to get the Switch version of Skylanders. That never came. And she told me that I was getting the PS4 version just to just do a review whenever. And then she just stopped talking to me, I guess, because I didn't do the review fast enough. So I'm trying to see if I can get the review done so maybe we can get Crash. <laughs> but we'll see how that goes if, if I even get talked to once I present the review. So um, at least I it's the one game that my daughter will play with me. And she's actually pretty decent at Because Mario Kart is just... I don't think she's just at the age yet where it's it's good enough for her to not get frustrated.
1: It's probably too fast or too complicated.
0: Yeah, it's like it's hard. I had to try to not tell her that she's in like 11th place because uh, then she won't notice and it's not a big deal. But like it's sad to like look over at the other screen and and she can't. She'll understand that she shouldn't be on the the like edge of the line where you're almost out of bounds. And then when I tell her I feel bad because she kind of takes it as a oh, you're, you're making me feel bad thing. So it's just... I just decided that, alright, it's going to be Skylanders, and I don't know, we'll figure out, and we'll just take turns doing something else. Um, but yeah, I, that's it for uh, for bad, me playing. So, well, go ahead.
1: Too bad that Sonic and Sega all-team all racing game isn't on the Switch or anything.
0: <laughs> no, uh, I should play the, see if the Skylanders racing thing is any easier, uh, since they have that in the, the Skylanders game too, but I've never really actually uh, tried it with her. But uh, I, I love how the Switch, when you go on the eShop, they just randomly... It's like they realize that they haven't had a game come out this week, so they just randomly put the game in there. Like It just randomly decided that Thumper's going to come out this week for the Switch, and it wasn't there last week. So <laughs> I'm just like, all right, I guess i got to try and see if we can get that game or not. I've heard that was actually really good. Just it was supposed to be like a heavy VR game, so I never checked it out on no, PS4. No, it, it's
1: I mean, it's not VR at all, but I I don't imagine that system will play that game too well cuz it's very timing focused and the game is fast and like Isn't
0: it like a sort of like, it's like a racing thing?
1: No, it's a rhythm oh. game.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it like. <laughs> <laughs> They call it, like, rhythm violence, too. Like, what?
1: Well, so, like, it's it's a lot of discordant music, but, like, when something's in your patch, you're supposed to press a button, and it makes a noise, but it sounds pretty harsh. But ooh. it's just, it's very fast. Like, that's the thing, so... Ah, okay. Good luck. Like, I heard, like, that was coming, and I like, think that Redout game is coming to the Switch eventually, also, and it's like, that... That game doesn't, didn't run well and run, run, run well on my computer. Like, I can't imagine how well it's going to run on the Switch.
0: <laughs> I can't wait till to see how it runs on... How uh, Payday 2 runs.
1: Yeah, considering I'm that so- won't even run well on the PS4 and Xbox One.
0: <laughs> but hey, you know what they're doing with Payday 2? It's getting an Ultimate Edition, Mark. This game just won't stop getting editions. Uh... The,
1: the, the bummer about Payday 2, honestly, is, like, it is a a cool idea of, like, you know, take four players and rob a bank. Right. But it's just, like, really but shoddily But GTA
0: done. did it better than them without having a whole game dedicated to it.
1: Well, it's also just not fun. Like, it's just very shoddily... Like, the gameplay just does not feel good. Right. So...
0: And and if you have a Vive, you can play it in VR. So, you know, if you've just never played Payday 2 and you wanted to play it in VR, you can do that with your expensive-ass computer.
1: At least until Starbreeze unveils their VR helmet and locks off that game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The one game that they have for their VR helmet, Payday 2, still going.
1: If they, did Chr- uh, if they did Chronicles Verdict, I'd actually play that.
0: <laughs> fair enough. I it, so this Ultimate Edition is forty five dollars, um, and you get every piece of DLC, which includes fifty five hives, eighteen characters, seventy seven weapons, primary weapons, fifty one. Jesus Christ, there's too many weapons. Yeah. Uh, and they're apparently going to make everything after. Uh, June 8th, you're just going to get free DLC, so yeah, they're just going to keep it going until 2018, so I guess really cool if you're big into Payday 2, all right,
1: which which not a lot of people are anymore.
0: (laughs) I'm just, I'm really interested to see what the audience can be for that on the Switch, like that's just. It seems like a random game to go, yeah, Payday 2 is coming, guys. Get excited. Not really.
1: I <laughs> make um, you can say that about most Switch games at this point.
0: <laughs> hey, Mario Kart it's No, something to be excited about.
1: That's valid. Like, you know, Payday 2 or some of the crap that's been coming out for it, like, recently. It's like, uh, DRA.
0: True. To be fair, most of that stuff also comes out on the other systems, so, you know, it is what it is with those indie games. But I know you're excited about Assassin's Creed 5. Looks like Egyptian theme is confirmed. And ships again. So I'm all for more Black Flag type gameplay. Yeah,
1: it felt weird that, like, Unity and uh, Syndicate kind of jettisoned that stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, I felt like it's because they wanted to keep it in the Rogue game, so they chose not to do it for the other ones. I mean, it would kind of been weird for the English... It wasn't Syndicate based, like, on in old England, so...
1: Yeah, Victorian England, so... I mean, yeah, I mean, it's all taking place in London, so you're not, like, you know, tra- like, ship traveling around or anything, but...
0: They would have had some cool ships back then, though. So,
1: too many my, I, guess. I guess my hope for that game, if it's true, is I really want them to do more with the present day narrative stuff because they 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 dropped that thing so high, like so fast after Assassin's Creed Three. It's not even funny.
0: But how do you go back to that though? If they've dropped it,
1: because there are still characters that are interesting, like Sean and Rebecca, or like Desmond's dad. <laughs>
0: But I mean, so the, did they not even do it in the other Assassin's Creed since three? So where
1: No, four and Rogue had it because that was the first person stuff when you're in like fake Ubisoft and they're all Templar, which is really funny. Um but Unity did not have it and Syndicate did not have it. And those games you're you're like an unknown you're just a random player playing like a game console. And it's like what is going on here? Like, what happened?
0: <laughs> yeah, hopefully they, I guess, get back to that. But, but I mean, do you like the and, idea of the setting and all
1: that? Uh I mean, for me, not really, because I like the idea of that setting. That series kind of always going going forward in terms of like the time, like the timeline. Right. So, like, that was the nice thing about Syndicate is like you had a cool grappling hook. They're not gonna have that in the in the Egypt game.
0: <laughs> well but you can uh I don't know, have a staff that Yeah, well, I maybe mean, has magic or something.
1: <laughs> um magic does not exactly exist in that in that game, like what you're thinking of, but I mean I guess we'll see. Like if it is like a good departure, I mean I'll I'll probably still play it.
0: <laughs> hey, so you, you can even assassinate to- a crocodile, so
1: I'll be the only one reviewing it, probably.
0: So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know uh, too many. Uh, I mean, I don't know on our staff who's the Assassin's Creed person aside from you, but uh, I'm sure there will be some people uh, interested, in it, especially with the if it has the boats and everything, which was I think a lot of people's kind of. There's a lot of people like me that got into Assassin's Creed because of Black Flag. But when they got away from that, I really didn't care for it again. But, I mean, you know, you have the bigger attachment to the series, so it's understandable. Yep. Speaking of an attachment, Square Enix withdrew their attachment to uh, IO Interactive, leaving Hitman in Jeopardy, perhaps, of what are they going to do with it, because... IO had already committed to like three years of Hitman and then Square Enix just randomly out of the blue goes, hey, we are going to focus our resources and energies on key franchises and studios, so apparently Hitman is not one of those. And as a result, the company has regrettably decided to withdraw from the business of IO Interactive. Weird. I
1: would say that is a very short-sighted... Uh, like plan from Square Enix.
0: I thought they were making money off of these episodic things, like like it was doing well.
1: Well, it reviewed very well, but I don't, I mean it may not it may just not have sold that well. But also, at a at a certain point, like they cranked those things out pretty quickly, mm-hmm. like. They they Square itself cannot crank out anything quickly anymore. Like, uh, Eidos makes a two meter game every two to three years, or they made Hitman and I guess well four years technically. Like that was when Absolution came out, but right. I would say two years with, the, with like this one, or at least at least one. But like, score, like what did it? Did to put more money in the Final Fantasy VII remake of Kingdom Hearts three? Like.
0: I'm assuming that's what they're hinting at. Is um, either that or like just the the whole that RPG factory of making more RPGs, or I mean, more near. I don't near so well. So
1: yeah, I mean, they didn't. They didn't. They only published it. They didn't develop it.
0: Right, right. But I'm you know.
1: Uh... Uh, I just think it's, because the thing about Hitman is even Absolution had problems, but every Hitman game is, like, reviewed pretty well. And especially this latest one, like, it got really great reviews.
0: Um, yeah, but like so you yeah. said, I mean, it may mean that they needed to sell, not necessarily review well. It's just yeah. weird, like, it, there's no, why. why not come up with a better reason than that?
1: I mean, that that may be a case, but also like if that was the case, they wouldn't bring out so many dumbass games over in this country in the first place.
0: <laughs> but I thought that was the point, though. They wanted to become a bigger hit in America, so they bought Idos to get Tomb Raider, to get Hitman, to get uh uh Dos Dusacks. So that you have a bigger connection to that American audience, without having to whore out Final Fantasy all the time or Kingdom Hearts or whatever.
1: I look, look at like last year they came out with like Dragon Quest Hero or Dragon Quest Hero, which is you know fine. Uh, Dragon Quest Nine,
0: yeah. Or, then Dragon, I mean, Dragon, Quest Dragon Quest Seven and Eight this year.
1: Dragon Quest Eleven, sorry, um, but they also made like Star Ocean. It's like, that was terrible. Yeah, it's like, okay, like, what? Why'd you make this? And then, I don't know about you, but I, every like month or so, I constantly get an email from Square going like, we have four, we have four game ideas. Should we kickstart one of these? And it's like, you're fucking Square. Like, you don't have the money. <laughs>
0: I think that's part of that like, that core thing. Where they have those developers that are, I guess, they're indie, and they're trying to get one of them made, or, or whatever. But it's, yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, why are you not just funding it? But, I mean, they're the ones that didn't think Tomb Raider sold well enough the first time.
1: Yeah, so, so I mean, I would honestly be happy if they spun off Idos Because, like, Idos does well. Or they've been doing well. Like, if do some like, IO Interactive teamed up, it'd be fine.
0: Uh, we'll have to see. I don't think that they're going to be letting go of Tomb Raider anytime soon, since that game does pretty well for them, but...
1: I, I just, I just, I think IO will keep Hitman. Like, I think they'll keep that franchise. Um, but also, it'd be funny if they keep it, and, like, like, one of the missions in the next one is, like, Okay, assassinate a CEO of a Japanese video game company.
0: (laughs) And he just winds up being this spiky haired dude. Yeah. Oh, you assassinated Cloud without his name being Cloud. It's
1: like, you use a video game replica weapon to kill him.
0: (laughs) Where's that Buster Sword? Uh, Oh, but you know what? They get rid of IO Interactive so they can make another Thief game, Mark. That's. That's where we need to be going with this
1: that's a good trade-off
0: <laughs> I mean to be fair before the last one that was bad, the thief games did have a good reputation so
1: yeah, but it was also fifteen years ago or you know at least ten years ago <laughs> and the, they don't they don't sell nearly as well as hitman does either
0: <laughs> no no I mean perhaps if the game was actually good that would have helped but you know, I mean, so
1: why, why not make another murder, murder, murdered soul suspect game while you're at it?
0: Oh, jeez, that's that's another dumb thing they made that just yeah, no one cared about it. And they're making a movie about Thief, so I guess we have to make a game that goes along with the movie. Yeah, because so- no one asked about it.
1: It worked so well for that Red Faction movie. Or for Hitman, period. Yeah, I mean, Hitman's a good game, but those both films are terrible.
0: <sighs> I can't wait till that Thief movie is terrible, too. So we can just keep on with the bad video well, game movies.
1: I don't know if you saw but but like that King Arthur movie came out this weekend. And it cost, uh, like, $150 million, and it made $14 million. Yep. And it's like, all right,
0: the let's first. Try
1: a, let's try a thief. Let's try a thief
0: movie. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna do. I mean, it also doesn't help when you come out next to Guardians of the Galaxy and the Snatched movie as well. Uh, but yeah, the first bomb of the summer, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. I mean, <laughs> Fate of the Four Furious and Boss Baby are still making money.
1: People need to realize that like, while Charlie Hunnam is a good actor, he's not a box office draw.
0: <laughs> no, he's not. I mean, that didn't work for... Uh, damn it, why can't I think of the movie with the... The movie we both like, that they are making a sequel, and they can't decide if they're making the sequel or not. The thing with the... The machines and the water, and... has Charlie in it, too. What can I think of it right now?
1: Well, keep talking, I'll, I'll look it up.
0: <laughs> Guillermo del Toro.
1: Oh, uh, Pacific Rim.
0: Yes. That. It didn't I mean, work for that either.
1: Yeah, well, that movie really made money eventually. That's the thing. And at least I got a right. sequel.
0: <laughs> I mean, it also helped to have Ron Perlman, and some other folks in there, too, so, uh, but, yeah, just, he, I mean, they tried with, uh, isn't, uh, Jude Law's the, the, the other guy, the, the villain, right?
1: Sure.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's sort of a draw, but I think his drawing power has diminished, certainly, um, since you don't really, I mean, he was great in that young pope, show on HBO but that's also a TV show all you have to do is turn on HBO and watch it it's not like you got to really pay money to see that so it's it's a much different deal when again you've got bigger blockbusters like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and and other things even that Snatch movie looked looked much more appealing than than the King Arthur did and I love King Arthur just yeah, I wasn't too interested in it, honestly. It's kinda of sad, it makes me sad. I mean Beauty and the Beast is still making money for God's sake. Yeah. So and that came out how long ago now? So that should tell you. <laughs> You're making that almost made four million and this movie made fourteen. Yikes. Ugh. Uh so apparently Mass Effect did not speaking of sales, did not sell well. Uh, not to mention has problems. So, Bioware is putting it on hiatus. Um, and they're
1: going to bring back Jade Empire.
0: Yep, <laughs> can't wait for... Th- <laughs> really? No. Oh.
1: Fuck no. You
0: know there's going to be people asking for them to bring back Jade Empire. You know what? That wasn't a bad game for the original Xbox.
1: Yeah, it was. you turned into a giant fucking frog. That game was terrible. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I remember liking it, but then again, there wasn't that many great games on the original Xbox either, so it's, you know, slim pickings, to yeah. be honest there. Uh, BioWare does have that unannounced game that, apparently, that got delayed again, uh, that they're working on. Uh, they are going to keep uh, supporting Mass Effect Andromeda, but we'll see how long that goes. For one year, and then they'll drop it like a potato. <laughs> exactly, or even less than that.
1: I I really think that once the two doctors left from BioWare, uh, Dr. Greg and Dr. Ray, I think, like that studio like lost its way completely.
0: Yeah, you just didn't really hear much after that. I mean, they were also living off of Mass Effect for a long well, time, too. I-
1: I mean, after they left, they came out with Mass Effect 3, which not a lot of people liked. I mean, it's still fine, but it wasn't like as referred to the Mass Effect 2. Right. They made Dragon Dragon Age Inquisition, which I kind of liked, but again, not a lot of people do. And then Andromeda.
0: <laughs> I mean, I would beg the difference on the two top 100 RPG lists that I've read in the last week. So, some a lot of people had to like it at some point. But yeah. I agree with you, it's, you know, it, it's uh, one of these things where they know what they're doing just with Mass Effect that felt like it by the time you got to 3. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: I was going to say, Andromeda looked and felt rushed, and it didn't look like it had a personality of its own, or enough to distinguish it from like the earlier Mass Effect games.
0: Hey, wasn't that the point at the beginning was that they yeah. wanted to do that.
1: It's like you're in a new galaxy and it's 600 years in the future, and it's like okay, there are two new races in this galaxy, and that's it. Uh, what?
0: And you're in a new three, galaxy. Why?
1: And three of the four, the, three or four of the original races from the old games aren't even here anymore. So it's like, so you, you made less alien races overall. <laughs>
0: So the further you go in the galaxy, there's less races. All right, <laughs> is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Uh, okay then. Whatever works for you, there, BioWare.
1: Well, apparently, it didn't work too well, like too well for him at all. So
0: no, <laughs> apparently not. So I mean, I mean
1: it's mean, a shame. It's a because I actually do like the uh, Mass Effect like license or the that franchise in general but i don't think Andromeda resonated with too many people at all
0: yeah i just remember a lot of people complaining about Andromeda more than really liking it which you didn't hear that much aside from the first one with its you know gameplay issues or whatever number th- and then you know complaining about the, the ending of 3 you don't you don't really hear people complaining too much about 2 and 3 until you get to the ending So, it's really weird to get this game that everybody's been anticipating, and then it's like people just stop talking about it. Yeah. It's really weird. I mean, it also doesn't help that, like, literally, I felt like we've gotten this really good game almost every week, or every other week this year. I mean, this has been a crazy year for games. Uh, So far, honestly, Uh, the, of course, we are literally one week or not one week, one month away from E3. Uh, So everybody is getting their E3 plans ready. We have most of the press conferences days uh, ready to go. Sunday is already filled up with Microsoft at three o'clock Eastern. That's when all the funds are going to start. EA with their EA play thing at five and then Bethesda taking that Sunday night slot probably divorced to death of as they've done through various parts of their press conferences the last two years uh, and then Sony's taking the Monday night slot and then uh, I think it's Ubisoft in their normal like middle of the day slot and I can't and then you get that terrible PC gaming show. And then Nintendo on Tuesday. Go ahead.
1: We don't need to watch that PC gaming. And
0: no, no, we don't. We <laughs> can just take a nap during that. Uh, then Nintendo in their usual Tuesday at noon slot with the Nintendo Spotlight, where they're going to be talking about Super Mario Odyssey games from 2017. I'm sure there'll be surprises there, too. They're going to do their normal treehouse thing. And then they're going to do tournaments, Splatoon 2, and the World Inkling Invitational for, uh, or for Splatoon, and the Open Invitational for ARMS. And ARMS is also coming out, like, the week of E3, or, like, the day after E3 ends, or, um, so, I guess that's good promotion for that, but. Do you th- do you expect anything? I mean, obviously we're getting Mario, whatever, but you expect anything crazy from Nintendo? Or?
1: Hmm. I'd like a new Metroid, but I know that's not gonna happen.
0: It'd be great to play that on Switch. How amazing would that be? Uh. I,
1: I guess my hope for Nintendo would be like to do some of their like Virtual Console stuff, but. They seem utterly lost with that idea.
0: (laughs) I wonder if they're just going to not talk about the online thing at all here. Focus on games. And then when you get to like September or August, they'll just do a direct and go, here's what's going to be in our online service that you're now paying for, even though you've had this for free for like months now. Uh, Yeah,
1: but at least at at that point, they'll have, hopefully, like, better matchmaking or, like, a better friends list, you know.
0: Oh, please fix the friend thing. It's so annoying. Uh, It is just so annoying to try to make friends on that system. Uh, Mario Kart runs just fine with the online. I don't have a problem playing online. uh, But just, yeah, you need to figure out something with that. I mean, I'm always, Nintendo has some kind of surprise, so I'm kind of excited, hoping for a new Metroid, but I'm not going to hold my breath. I wouldn't be surprised if the Pokemon Switch game also gets announced, uh, just so that they can have that, especially since the uh, Disney XD Pokemon Sun and Moon cartoon just started airing too. So, you know, goes in with that as well. Uh, Sega has been teasing Vanquish for, like, weeks, and then they finally announced that a port is coming to PC, and if you bought Bayonetta 1 on PC, you get 25% off uh, the Vanquish port uh, when you pre-order. You can also get the soundtrack sampler and a digital art book and uh, some other stuff for pre-ordering. Uh, this is a game they kind of passed me by. I never really played it, so...
1: Oh, I, lo- I played it and loved it. Uh, there's one really annoying level, like, halfway through. When you're on, like, a tram, it sucks. But other than that, it's a f- fantastic game. Uh, 20 bucks is a good price for it, you know. And I know a lot of people who are excited for this thing. Like, way excited for it. <laughs>
0: So Sega sort of hints at that this may not be the only old game that they bring back. Do you have any kind of old Sega games that you want to see?
1: The 2006 version of Sonic the Hedgehog. Bring that to P- bring that to PC.
0: <laughs> Let's see if they can get it to work. Uh...
1: No, I mean I don't really know Sega like is so over the, all over the map. I don't know if they like more Dreamcast stuff, because there are at least, like, four Dreamcast games, and that was it. And, like, a weird package of Dreamcast games, also.
0: I'd like to see Space Channel 5 again. I like that game on Dreamcast.
1: That's one of the weird ones. It's like, Space, Space Channel 5 is not on Steam. Space Channel 5 Part 2 is. And it's like... It's
0: so weird. Like,
1: it's like... Why didn't you put the first one out? The one people liked more.
0: <laughs> exactly. That doesn't make... Uh, makes less sense. Maybe they're oh. holding that out.
1: Or like Jet Set Radio Future, I would like a lot. Like, that was a cool
0: game. As long as they don't butcher the soundtrack. Oh,
1: that, that was a good one also. <laughs> um, or a game called Atogi.
0: I remember that X- game, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's an old Xbox game, but that was pretty good. Um, I mean Sega has a billion games they could put out but they just got to put in the work
0: <laughs> yeah that's another I mean they could even <clears throat> bring out old, old old atlas games too if they they want so it uh, they, they would be interesting to see what they decide to do uh, I'm all for that especially if you're going to charge 20 bucks and not some preposterous amount for your old games like
1: so. the bullet storm thing, which
0: is fifty. <laughs> oh God! I mean, to be fair, that game is also like from the 360 era. It's not, well, except Vanquish too. I guess. Yeah, I was gonna but
1: say so. It's Vanquish.
0: Like, it's just Epic is Epic and Microsoft and all that. Are they're trying to make money? So, uh, you know, yeah. uh, don't put it past them. I guess Sega they're smart, like, they know they got some games in the can, I mean, they they got one coming out next week, Endless Space 2, that leaves early access, finally, and they got a few other games that are coming out, I think, within this, this month, so, um, they have an RPG, the Utermano, Utermano, or, I don't know what the hell, it's some weird name, um, so, you know, they're, they're, Starting the pack. Up. They just had *Dawn of War 3*, so Sega's yeah, uh, in the lexicon again.
1: I guess, like I, I was interested per, like, peripherally in *Dawn of War 3*, but like the reviews for the game are just not kind at all. <laughs> That's not good. Sad. Sad. Like it, it, they try to like straddle the line between like a hardcore RTS and a hero game, and they fail on both accounts.
0: That doesn't work. You have to be either one or the other. Yeah. I I I don't know why people feel the need to try to do two things at once. Just do what you already know how to do and just leave it at that. Seems weird to me, honestly. But, uh, yeah, so... I think now we just have to get into the sort of plethora of uh, the entertainment news that has been kind of hitting us this week. Uh, we already went to the box office stuff, so I'm not talking about that. Deadpool is getting an animated series in 2018 for FXX. Ten episodes for the first season. going to be produced by Donald Glover. Uh, from uh, you know community uh, Atlanta which the Atlanta show is great by the way if you have not watched that uh, it's being produced by the Marvel people so you know it's gonna be good uh, you got to be excited about your big Deadpool person
1: I don't know I guess I'm, I'm curious about who will get to voice Deadpool honestly but good. I th- I think of two people, Ryan Reynolds, obviously, but I, thought, I doubt he'll do it. i like, mean that's North. more
0: money that uh, they have to pay him.
1: I mean, yeah, but also, like, it's not an acting, like, you know, it's not a, you don't have to sit in a makeup chair for four hours and look like Deadpool job either. I mean, he could bang it out in a few weeks, probably, if he wanted to. Right. Uh, or, like, Nolan North, like, that's the only, like, Deadpool guy I know. But he's kind of annoying. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I mean he could do it, probably,
1: also, I'm just curious about like the art style, like if they'll go like two d hand drawn or c g i or what they'll do
0: <laughs> if, I wouldn't be surprised if it sort of looks like Archer, okay, <laughs> I mean that they kind of nail that art style, so Wouldn't be surprised. It's something they already do, and they know how to do well. So it's... They don't have to try to do something that they're not really too familiar with. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't carry the way, whatever art style that... I mean, because one of my favorite animes, uh, Berserk, uses CG. I wasn't too big a fan of it when I started watching, and it kind of grew on me. So I'm just glad that it's there.
1: It'll be Claymation.
0: Mm, I don't know about it. if I could go back to that, but we'll see. Judge Dredd also getting a TV show. This one is live action, though.
1: That I'm way more interested in. Actually, <laughs> uh,
0: I mean the I don't remember the movie viewing that well. Which movie? So, the first or the recent one. one you the didn't like that, recent? or? I didn't like it too much, but... I like the concept. Of, like I like Judge Shred, uh, but not the movie itself too much. Um, so I'm interested in this show. Just... You know, I think it's cool that they're coming out with a show for it. I mean...
1: Uh, I mean, obviously they're not going to get Carl uh, Urban to be Judge Shred. Probably not, no. But uh, I'm very curious how, how that show's going to look. Like, how much of Judge Federal actually get into, because that that, sh- that comic goes in some really weird places.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, let's oh, hope that they can get into some of the weird like places. Superna-
1: like supernatural, like Judge Death, or, like, fate, like uh, stuff like that. Like, this is bizarre. <laughs> um, but I, I really hope it kind of keeps its satirical point, or satirical elements also.
0: It's kind of like Deadpool, you you have to or it doesn't work. Yeah. So, I mean, that's something that I would assume you're not doing it unless you already know you can keep the essence of what that show is. Uh, There is a... a, Go ahead.
1: Oh, go on. Uh, I was going to say there's a comic called Strontium Dog. It's a part of Judge Dredd's universe, kind of. It's in the same comic. But it's about a mutant named Johnny Alpha. And it'd be cool if they crossed that over at one point.
0: So what is Johnny Alpha? Uh,
1: he's a mutant. Bo- he's a mutant bounty hunter. He can like read minds and oh, see through cool. walls. Um, and he has like a bunch of weird like weapons. Like he has like a time grenade. Like if he throws it at you, you basically disappear for like an hour or two out of time. Huh. And, then you re- and then you reappear. But the Earth has moved on, so you just like fall to the fall to the ground.
0: <laughs> that's uh. That's interesting. You don't uh get too many characters like that and I'd like to see it. I
1: have he also has a uh Viking like partner from the twelfth century.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. That needs to happen on the show.
1: I have a uh, I have a lot of Judge Dredd audio like I guess audio plays from Big Finish. And oh, the Judge cool. Dr- the Judge Dredd ones are good, don't get me wrong. But the they have I think two or three Johnny Alpha ones. And Johnny Alpha is played by Simon Pegg, which is awesome. Oh
0: God, I can't imagine how great that is. Oh, now I feel like I need to hear those. Um, not to be outdone, X Men: The Gifted is officially coming to Fox. So more X Men shows uh, that appearing.
1: Looked, that looked that looked a lot more like X Men though than like Legion does.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it has sort of the. I think it's it's meant to don't, be that way, though.
1: No, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, Legion, believe me, I think Legion is gonna like wipe the floor with this show, but
0: it does have Brian Singer, uh, doing the pilot, so at and least ha- the first episode should be good. And
1: and it has Amy Acker in it, and I like her as an actress.
0: I like Fred Webber too. Um, so I'm kind of excited, uh, for that. Uh, you got some, uh, other people I'm not too familiar with, but, uh, I have trust right now that we're, it'll work.
1: I know Jamie Chung, that's about it.
0: (laughs) Stan Lee is going to freaking be in the pilot, so that already is going to make it awesome. Let's see if they can get past the pilot, though. Let's. That's the uh, important part, especially with it being Fox. They're always quick to um, pull that trigger if uh, they need to. Put it on Friday so you can die. Let's do huh. it. Uh, more comic book stuff happening. Hellboy getting a reboot. And it's going to be dark. It's going to be a mix of horror and comic books.
1: Just like that Spawn remi- reboot we've been talking about for the d- past decade.
0: Oh, God. I feel like this one's actually going to happen, though. Um, I'm more for it. If we're not going to get Hellboy 3, why the hell not just reboot it?
1: Yeah, I think you and I talked about Hellboy 3 recently, and I think you said, like, why Why isn't Ron Perlman doing it? It's like, dude is old.
0: <laughs> like, I did not know he was 67, though. That's yeah, like, wow. They hide that really well in the movies.
1: Yeah, but he was only 57 at the time. He was making that other one.
0: (laughs) Well, like, in Pacific Rim, I know he portrays, like, an old character, but he just doesn't seem that old, I guess. Yeah. So.
1: But. I mean, it's fine. Like, I guess you and I both... Like, Cowboy 3 is never going to happen. Right. I mean, (laughs) even if, like, they had the money, it's like Guillermo del Toro, like, his... He has no sense of scheduling whatsoever. Like he has he's directed I think twelve or thirteen movies, I wanna say. But he's been attached to like dozens more that have just never happened.
0: Yeah. That seems like his MO.
1: Like remember remember his Hobbit movie or like Justice League Dark or Justice think he League was Dark,
0: t- I remember, yeah.
1: I think he was attached to Halo at one point also. It's like Mhm.
0: Alright. <laughs> Is it like, ever gonna he, come out? Nope.
1: I think like, he's a good filmmaker. Don't get me wrong, but right. he, he just doesn't finish projects like that well, or get it like you know stick with stuff.
0: Yeah, that's just. Uh, he seems to not care either when he doesn't complete something. So. Yeah. That's that's an issue right there. If you don't care, then. You know, you're not going... To, it's not going to bother you if you never play anything. I mean, it kind of just rolled off his back that they killed the Silent Hills thing. So, you know, hey, at least you got to be in Kojima's weird-ass game that may never come out.
1: <laughs> I, I, I think it'll come out, but I don't think it'll sell that well. Or, like, it'll... The amount of money they'll have invested in it won't, you know, won't matter at all.
0: Let's see, because Kojima has a lot of fans. He may get people to just that just buy its game, you know. Uh, amazingly, this never happens. Timeless was canceled, and three days later, it was uncanceled. Probably because Netflix was probably right about to just go, oh, you're canceling it? Hello, right over here. We will pick you up. Uh, So, NBC probably just said, "Uh, you know what, we'll just do it. Uh, But, you know, Sony apparently pitched them on a family-friendly version, which bothers me because I like the fact that it was sort of dark. um, That it, you know, it had more realistic tones to it. So just, ugh. but it's gonna
1: be it's gonna be like the American version of Doctor Who.
0: <laughs> that's kind of what I don't want. I already have Doctor Who, but I mean,
1: I didn't you use when this news when you saw this news today, you were all excited. But I watched like the first few episodes of Timeless, and then I got really bored by it. So when they canceled it, I'm just like, yeah, I expected that. And then when, when they uncanceled it, it's like. Wow, NBC has nothing left, does it, for This for this pilot season, do they?
0: <laughs> well, it's interesting that all the time travel shows, which there were, like, four, got canceled. And then Timeless gets brought back. It's like, all right. I mean, then even Sleepy Hollow which sort of had the, like, the flashbacks, the old stuff, and whatever. It got canceled, too, which yeah, that also they, made me sad.
1: Yeah, but, but they lost their, like, star, like, last season, and then no one watched it the past two years anyway. Well, when so. you had
0: it on Friday, how do people hope people were going to watch it? I mean, Fox, come on. You put the damn show on Friday. You were sending it to its death anyway. Screw you, Fox. It's what you do. And two broke girls apparently got canceled because they couldn't come up with a deal. Which, you know, for you, you're like, thank God.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't never buy that show, just because, like, Kat Dennings was too attractive to be broke on that show.
0: I agree with you that in real life, she probably would have been able to go around and get free stuff. Probably also may have had to do things she didn't want to have to do sometimes for those things, but...
1: Well, I don't think she'd be, have to become, like, a stripper, like, you know, dancer or something in, like, real life, but come on. The, the second, like, some model... Agent like stops at that diner and be like, okay, I'm gonna snatch snatch you up real quick.
0: (laughs) Right, yeah. Let's uh, let's take you to to go walk the carpet or whatever. Just yeah. Uh, American Idol is officially coming back. We talked about this last week. ABC officially getting them. Now they're trying to get Ryan Seacrest back. Uh, I mean, if you leave their morning show to go to American Idol, which may not last more than this one year. More power to you, Ryan Seagrass, But I don't know. I just feel like this is going to bite them in the ass. Well,
1: they look at, like, The Voice. I think that's the NBC show. Right. And they're like, we can chase that. But it's also, like, that show is, like, staying relevant. Like, or at least attempting to, or, like, staying fresh.
0: Right, they and, change uh, the judges, they change the way they do certain things sometimes, you know.
1: Like, <sighs> no one cared about American Idol, like the past, like I said, last time, the past four or five years it was on.
0: Well, not to mention, the the ones that actually do well, they're not the ones that win. Yeah. Like, I mean, and Kelly I mean, Clarkson is the exception, but most of the ones that do well, they, they even come in, like, fifth or sixth place, I mean.
1: Or like, uh, or they all like they just have like constant like uh, judge switching.
0: Yeah, I mean like you know Jennifer Lopez is cool and everything, and I can take Steven Tyler as much as the next person, but it just it felt like you're just on your last legs at a certain point. Like, all right, let's just go ahead, let's kill it.
1: Yeah, that thing ran for fifteen year for fifteen seasons.
0: It's uh, amazing how they kept it going on. But I mean, it's they're gonna bring it back. Let's. I feel like you know what they're bringing back Love Connection this year. Uh, they have that Jamie. The Jamie Foxx show actually is kind of interesting because I'm a big music person, so that sort of interests me. But. Like, they're, they're trying to do this thing with reality TV and game shows, and... Let's see what happens, I guess. is I don't know. I don't see this doing bonkers. Crazy.
1: No. And I'll continue to ignore it like I did for all of American Idol and all reality TV shows. Right.
0: ABC keeps dancing with the stars going somehow, so...
1: Even though they yeah. haven't had stars on it for, like, eight years also. Yeah.
0: They keep just putting random people on it now it's like alright whatever and sci-fi is doing this big reboot I feel like they've changed this logo like five times uh on June 19th so a month from now they will be debuting this reboot which is just sci-fi with black lettering and I guess cool looking font
1: uh but it's still spelled incorrectly because they're dumbasses (laughs)
0: right Um, uh, they're gonna have a George R. R. Martin R. R. Martin novella The Krypton Show which looks interesting and I couldn't tell you anything
1: (laughs) I mean say what you want but sci-fi actually has been getting slowly but surely getting better over the past few years like I think 12 Monkeys is like a great show I don't watch it but I've heard The Magicians is pretty decent also um and stuff like that on
0: Hulu I need to finally watch it now
1: yeah did you watch that Cloak and Dagger trailer
0: no I haven't
1: is it good that looks that looks weird <laughs> I'm not quite sure how long that'll last
0: <laughs> oh hopefully it looks weird enough for people to like it
1: oh speaking of Hulu have you heard of Dimension 404
0: I've heard of it I've not watched it
1: It's supposed to be like the American version of Black of uh, Black Mirror. Ooh, but it comes across like Goosebumps.
0: (laughs) Wait, now I want to watch it.
1: No,
0: (laughs) I love Goosebumps. So anything that gets that comparison, it
1: it it really does. Like I mean, Black Mirror was it's it's very intellectual and very like I would say like depressing or dour. Right. Like, this show, This show, I watched the first three episodes, it's very, it tries to have kind of some of, like, the depressing elements, but it doesn't stick with them that much. And it's also, like, just very weirdly shot. It looks almost cheap, but they have good actors in it. So it's like, this is kind of strange.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's weird what people come up with that. Now I might actually watch this when we finish this podcast.
1: Like, it, it really reminds me of, like, the, of like, an adult version of Goosebumps from the old TV show. You
0: know? All oh, right. Greatness personified. Uh, speaking of good stuff, we haven't talked about it. Uh, and normally this is something we sort of talk about all the time. Uh, Doctor Who, we've gone through five episodes. Yeah. How do you like the season? How do you like Bill?
1: I think Bill's a good character. I think she still needs a little little more, like, fleshing out here and there. Um, but she seems a lot more of, like, an actual person than, like, Clara did.
0: Right, yeah.
1: Because, um, like, Clara kind of started off as, like, the great mystery. And that was kind of the whole basis for her character for a lot of, like, the show.
0: Right, and she even got to be, like, the doctor for a show, and... Yeah. time traveling and stuff and it's like, whoa, we're
1: um, like, I think Bill still needs like a tad more fleshing out uh, like not majorly or anything um, I've heard the rumor that like she's only on this one season though
0: <laughs> Oh, that sucks
1: I don't know if that's true or not but I, I, I guess definitely...
0: the new is it this year that they're already with the new showrunner or is it next year? No, ne- next year Okay, so it probably just he wants to start fresh with everybody new, which I guess I can understand that too.
1: Um I think Nardal's kind of annoying, honestly.
0: Yeah, I can't I he bugs the crap out of me. Like I wish he just wasn't there. But you know well, I, I get it.
1: I don't mind him being there. I just want him to be useful.
0: <laughs> I don't know, it just but-
1: and this time nagging the doctor,
0: like exactly, but that's the point. Like he nags to the point where it's just like, dude, just go away. Um, um,
1: but yeah, this season has been good so far, or like it's been okay.
0: I really like the uh, episode before this last one with the the house, the okay. creepy house. I like that episode. Um,
1: I mean, it's obvious. To, is it obvious to you that? Like the master is going to be in that vault.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, that seems pretty obvious. But I, I like I like the the last episode too with the the zombie zombies uh, in space basically. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, I had there's not an episode I haven't like not liked. Um, I, I feel like they've gotten stronger as it's gone on, so that's that's good too. Um. The the one in England with the fish, that was sort of interesting. Uh, I liked the thing with the the big fish. It was weird at first. It's I was trying to grasp the whole thing. By the end, you kind of get it. Uh, it it feels like they're just kind of just doing whatever. This season, it's
1: a lot more like when they like decked basics. You're just kind of a monster of the
0: week. Yeah, exactly. Like you're just. All right, we're not even gonna tell you where we're going. We're just going somewhere, and then when you start seeing a monster, that's when you figure out that all right, you watch the doctor who now <laughs> um it's gonna be interesting how they do this with the doctor of what like I like that he got blind for a little while and he had to get somebody else's help to you know do things or or you know he had to think more this time, but yeah, I, I want to see how they do the whole. Let's where do we get to the regeneration and who winds up being the next Doctor? I guess. That's uh, you know, there's gonna be people going up. Irda Selva, or we gotta get the woman Doctor, or you know, like, all that.
1: Get, get like uh, Tom Hiddleston or, or like Loki. Like yeah, I'm sure he'll do it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'd imagine he has better things to do. Um, I mean, if he was only running to do Bond for a while, I guess, why not Doctor Who? But because, I just, I don't know, I just don't see him as that kind of...
1: Because they will pay him, eight, like, $80 million to be Bond. <laughs> the BBC's like that's to pay true. $80 million to be Doctor Who.
0: <laughs> yeah, not even, I wonder how much Doctor Who does make, that's...
1: I, I assume they get decently well compensated, but also, like, uh, the licensing, that's where probably a lot of the money come, actually comes in through.
0: Right, yeah. So, I mean, so far, the season has been a win. You got, what, like, five episodes left? No, I think seven or eight. Oh, okay, they're doing more. Than yeah, it's, it's a full season, 12 episodes. Oh, sweet. All right, so, and then you get... Uh, it is the final season of Orphan Black, so I'll be kind of sad to see that show go. I like that show. Never watched it. Uh, it's it's interesting, certainly. Um, so they just keep showing uh, commercials for it, so I'm kind of hyped now. But uh, have you watched the class at all? I keep reminding myself to say I'm going to watch it and I don't.
1: No, I okay, know it's... I know it's pretty okay, but I, don't, I didn't watch any of their other ancillary shows that much. I watched Torchwood, but that was bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I think saw, this is probably going to be bad too.
1: No, I've heard it's better than Torchwood at least. But I, I saw Torchwood news recently. They're like, we're going to do season five of Torchwood in audio audio play form. It's like why? Yeah, because no one wants to bring back Torchwood because. The last season sucked. <laughs> like, no shit is
0: going to even autoplay for him. <laughs> that seems like... Well, I hope you get people listening to that, I guess. But, like, uh... I, uh I, I, would
1: like if, I would like if Captain Jack came back to Doctor Who for an episode, but that's about it.
0: <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I always liked Captain Jack, so... i like to see it.
1: Like, i like to see him... Uh, it would have been nice if you could, inter, like, interact with, like, Matt Smith, Doctor, and then, like, this Cap- mean, Capaldi's Doctor, but... Sadly. Or show him turning into, like, the face of Bo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> face of Bo. <Beau. laughs> then he just dies. Just die. I mean, he's got the face for it. Just stretch it out.
1: No, like, on the show, like, he actually is the face of Bo.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't there, was like a, that there was
1: a good, there it no, it was like an early episode, I think, I think it was season 3, like, they drop, I think they drop him off, and he, like, he leaves to TARDIS, and then he's like, oh, I'm the face of, like, oh, back, back in the Boche Peninsula, they called me the face of Bo, and he just walks away, and they're like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a thing that's... Still don't remember that, but damn, that's that's one of those things to just drop right there. Uh, I guess that was the point. Yeah, but interesting. Uh, well, I guess that's sort of it for the show this week. Uh, make sure if you uh, are are checking out the games that are coming out this week. Of course, I'm sure everybody knows that Injustice. Uh, 2 comes out on Tuesday. I'm still waiting to hear about whether we're getting that for review or not. Uh, usually, if they wait this long, it's usually a no, but maybe you get, might get lucky. Um, sometimes they just are late at letting you know. The The big VR game that has sort of been promoted, but not really, Farpoint also comes out. Uh, Keeva's Beat, the next uh Kiba game, a Cookie Mama Sweet Shop, the next Cookie Mama game comes out uh, on Tuesday. Uh Fire Emblem Echo Shadow Valentia comes out on Friday. That's the Fire Emblem Two remake. And Endless Space Two from Sega also comes out on Friday.
1: I'm kind of interested in Endless Space Two, but I didn't like the first one that much. <laughs>
0: I'll say I'm asking for it tomorrow, so...
1: I I really liked Endless Legend, though. Like, if they make a sequel to that, that's one I'll get for sure.
0: I'm guessing Endless Legend is, like, medieval? Well,
1: sorcery, Mm -hmm. but yeah, like fantasy. But it had a really great art style to it. Like, fantastic looking. Uh, And it made a lot more sense because you're just on one planet.
0: Oh, okay. So I'm guessing you go on different planets on...
1: Yeah, endless space, like every like every planet, is a, you know, basically a city.
0: Makes sense with the name, <laughs> name yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking about it. Uh, all right, so, you know, make sure you check us out on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, TuneIn Radio, whatever. Leave us a review if you'd like. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, you can also listen to us on the Radleton Broadcasting Network as well, of course, WTIM Network. And visit W2Mnet.com for all of our game reviews, uh, wrestling stuff, and so on and so forth. So, for Mark and myself, enjoy your games, and we'll see you later, everybody.
1: Later. Later. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions in the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment.